Hi, welcome back. Happy New Year. I'm Jamie Rickard. And I'm Tracy Sullivan, and we're the career coaches of Fisher. Today, we're going to be talking about internships and job search. Great way to start the new year, right? That's right. (laughs) So coming into spring semester, a lot of people are looking for summer internships. And I will say that a lot of the larger companies have already selected candidates, made offers, and people have their internships all ready to go for the summer. But all hope is not lost. (laughs) No, it's not. And I think, you know, depending on the fields you're interested in may really dictate what their recruiting timeline looks like. So I don't want anyone to worry about not being able to find something for summer. I think if you're listening, you're getting a lot of great tips today and hopefully it'll help you find something. But yeah, usually the larger the company, the earlier they start, which is sort of crazy because you're making a decision like nine, 10 months in advance. (laughs) That is very true. Um, Well, a lot of those larger companies have formal internship programs. So, you know, they start their recruitment early. They know what kind of majors they're looking for, and they kind of check all their boxes and get it out of the way. But there's a lot of other companies and a lot of other types of experiences you can have for a summer opportunity where you're actually gaining a lot of transferable skills, knowledge, um, I guess, exposure, to different career fields, which is the most important part. I think a lot of people feel like they need to know exactly what they want to do before they think about applying for an internship. And I hear that all the time, especially from alumni who didn't do an internship. Mm -hmm. They were kind of like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. That's what an internship is for. Exactly. You got to test drive things to see if you even like it. Right. And once you graduate and you kind of get out into the world of work, you don't always have that luxury, which is what internships are great for. They're a set period of time, so you don't have to worry about quitting your job or getting fired. I love that phrase, test drive it. Yep. And a lot of times people find like, oh, I thought I wanted to do this, and then I did an internship and realized I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or I really liked this aspect of it, so I'd like to explore this field further. Lots of great reasons to do internships. You don't have to have a specific career goal in mind. That is okay. Just look at postings, test drive some things. I also think that, you know, depending on what class year you're in, that makes a huge difference too. For sure. So a lot of companies, and Jamie, you work a lot with employers and they Mm -hmm. tend to, maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, the difference in the class years. I know a lot of employers are looking for juniors or Mm -hmm. seniors. Yeah. And there is a reason behind that. I think, you know, when we talk to maybe first year students or sophomores and they say something to the effect of, you know, no companies are looking for me. Um, Not always the case. So we have to think about why an employer would be looking for someone who's, let's say, in their, just past their junior year, going into the summer. So if you are a junior right now listening, you know, a lot of employers are looking at you because if you do an internship with them over the summer and they like you, they are much more likely to offer you a full-time offer at the conclusion of that internship because they don't have to wait as long for you to graduate. Whereas if they were to offer a sophomore um, or a first-year student, their likelihood of even coming back for another summer might be lower. So um, really it's a talent and and sort of yield issue for employers is that they're investing in an intern. They want to be able to get that person to come back in a full-time capacity because it really is a training period for the person. And so if they don't come, they've sort of 
I don't want to say wasted, but they have invested resources into someone who may not come back. Um, and so that's why you'll see some employers really focused on maybe a junior student or even maybe a senior who's going into a graduate program in that summer. But it's certainly not always the case. And I think we have tried to open employers' mindsets on the great aspects of hiring a, an underclassman just because there's so much talent and it's not just about the yield. It can really be about stewarding a good relationship with the school and branding. Right. So employers are kind of test driving potential employees exactly. with their internships too. But the positive of hiring, you know, an underclassman per se is that if they do have, you know, for a larger company or even, you know, different internship opportunities, they might invite you back the following summer mm -hmm. for a different department, which I think is really key with internships is to get some different experiences. So now is the time to start applying for internships for the summer and even the fall. I was kind of looking around in Handshake and you know, I saw some companies are actually starting to recruit for fall 2023 yeah. internships. Yep. What are some of the tools you need to have in place to start applying for internships? One is know how to use Handshake, be familiar with it, bookmark things, look at dates, make sure that you've had your resume reviewed by somebody in CCAP. And remember that you're going to want to kind of tailor your resume to each position you're applying for. Right. LinkedIn should be updated, nice profile, about section, and tagline. It's like the real housewives. That's right. <laughs> and practice your interviewing skills. Being able to answer those questions, tell me about yourself. You don't have to have it all figured out, but you should know why you're interested in, you know, a position or a company or a general field. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I know we mentioned at one point, you know, not being afraid to try new things because you don't know what you don't know. It's probably fair to say that there are listeners or students who maybe have no idea where they're supposed to take their degree, or they may have no idea what they're interested in because maybe they have a lot of interests, or maybe they're just having trouble figuring out what that pathway looks like. And so, you know, I do want to point out a resource for students um, called Focus 2. It's actually right in Handshake in the resources section. This particular assessment allows you to answer questions about yourself based on a number of different factors. So when we do think about career, we're trying to look at opportunities that are going to maximize our ability to do something every day that gives us the most satisfaction. You know, I know there's parts of every single job that aren't fun but we have to do it right. But if the majority of what we do feels fulfilling based on who we are as people, it can make your days feel a lot more fulfilling. And so I've always loved the Focus 2 idea since we've had it here on campus because mm -hmm. it really dives into work interests, personality traits, and just really making you answer questions about yourself and what you enjoy or like. And then when you get to the end of those assessments, it provides a list of career opportunities that come from, I believe it's ONET, um, mm -hmm. which we're going to talk I about love too. ONET. Yes. <laughs> it gives you linkable career fields that show you, you know, is this a career path that's growing, right? Because that's something that maybe students will want to know. Am I entering a field that has growth potential? It talks about, you know, average salaries and 
and um, just overviews of each career field and, and what a typical day might look like for that pathway. So it just starts that research process and maybe helps tailor and narrow down the options because I do know it can feel, I always use that cereal aisle you know, comparison where you want a box of cereal, but you go to the aisle and there's just hundreds of options. How do you even pick? So I do think focus two can be really helpful for students too, if you're just kind of stuck and don't know where to go. I agree a hundred percent. And I love how, when you look at like the job title, it will tell you which of those assessments it aligns to like your interest, your values, your personality. Yeah, it's a great resource. It's located in Handshake's career exploration section, the resources section with career exploration. Yes, and I think there's a code that you'll just have to use to enter into the system. We won't say on here, but you can find in Handshake. (laughs) Yeah, directions are pretty clear. And you mentioned that Focus 2 kind of ties into ONET. So, you know, looking at some places of where to research job titles or career fields, um, LinkedIn is a great one. Mm-hmm. You know, just researching fields, researching companies, you should follow any company that you apply to just so you can get information on them. But also that's something recruiters look at. And you can do that in a handshake too. You can follow companies so that you get alerts about positions too. Oh, actually, I did not know yeah, that. So, so I learned something yes. new today. <laughs> and then ONET is great because you can actually take your interest code that you get from Focus 2 and use that for searching for even more occupations. Yes. But what I like about ONET is that it breaks down the knowledge, skills, and abilities and tools and technology that you need for a particular career field or job title. And it also gives you different job titles that you can use to search for. And then it gives you different career paths that are kind of a little bit like that, but not exactly, so to speak. Yeah. And then there's another one called the Occupational Outlook Handbook. And sometimes, depending on your search fields, you might end up with ONET or you might end up in the Occupational Outlook Handbook, which is actually from the Bureau of Labor Statistics with the federal government. And I love that one, too, because similarly to ONET, it talks about day in the life overview, again, average salaries to expect for the field. Um, and that's another great resource too, if you're just trying to search options and potential you know, career paths. And then Indeed, and when all oh, else yeah. fails, Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Glassdoor is another oh, yeah, one of my yeah. favorites, but that's more when you get into the interviewing as well um, and researching, you know, like, would I be interested in this company's culture type thing? Yeah, because Glassdoor also does reviews. So, and again, take that with a grain of salt. Absolutely. It's kind of like Yelp, right? You might get someone who's a little disgruntled leaving a negative review, but um, I do think it's important that when you are researching companies or programs, that you have as much information as possible going into that experience. So you certainly can use Glassdoor to look up reviews too. So with regard to applying, I just want to say apply, apply, apply. Create, you know, use a Google Sheet, an Excel spreadsheet, track your applications. A lot of times what I find is when people come in and they say, you know, I've been looking and looking and I haven't found anything. And then once we break it down, it turns out that they really haven't applied to that many jobs. Right. They've been looking and looking and looking, but they haven't actually. And and the looking makes you feel like you're working and that you're doing things. But honestly, you never have a chance. Like, what is that? You miss 100% of the the shots shots you you don't don't take. take. (laughs) 
Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> um, you actually have to apply. So bookmark the jobs, look, but then go back and say, okay, I'm going to apply to this. I'm going to apply to this. And here's the deadlines for applications. Don't forget about networking. You want to use every resource you have available to you. And then if you don't end up landing a formal internship mm-hmm. over the summer, all is not lost. No, because you could do and continue maybe working as a lifeguard, um, mm-hmm. as a server at a restaurant. Um, none of this <clears throat> is is a bad thing uh, because I, I think a lot of times students who have summer positions um, maybe think, you know, this experience wasn't professional enough. And I disagree. I mean, I think if you are going through this process and you're trying to find an opportunity and for some reason it doesn't pan out, you have so many transferable skills from an experience like working in a restaurant, working at a pool, working in retail. We have so many students who work at Wegmans and do, um, you know, other uh, restaurant jobs and just, again, retail positions. And I think there's leadership, there's time management, there's organization, there's customer service. It's just, there's so many skills. There's so many. And food service and retail are two of the hardest, hardest positions with the most transferable skills. Mm -hmm. I remember I was talking to my daughter and we were watching something on TV and it was about like food service or it was probably something she was reading. What is that? Am I the a-hole on Reddit (laughs) for like a restaurant? And she was, and I used to be a waitress and she was like, did anybody ever make you cry? And I was like, oh my gosh, all All the the time. time, all the time. So one of the things I think that you learn through food service, any type of customer service type of positions is not only communication, but conflict resolution and problem solving. And those are huge transferable skills. Definitely. And then one other thing that, you know, we could mention just in terms of the internship search, you know, I know you briefly mentioned networking you know, even talking to your friends and family. It doesn't have yes. to be these lofty conversations with people that are outside of your own, you know, smaller network. Just asking, do you know of anybody, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, who works in this capacity? Do you think I could reach out to them and talk to them? And then I know you mentioned, I think at our first episode, that you job shadowed your mom. Mm-hmm. And even job shadowing in that capacity could be really interesting and, again, allow you the opportunity to say, yes, that seems interesting. I'd like to continue forward with this. Or, you know what? No, this is really not something that I think I want to explore further. So both of those are still really good options in, in place of an internship experience if you're unable to find something. But let's let's err on the side of positivity and that we will get something, right? <laughs> you're always going to get something out of it. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even, you know, maybe your mom, dad, brother, sister, whoever isn't doing something you're interested in, but sometimes it's just about being exposed to the place that they're working and seeing kind of like the inner workings of different companies and organizations. You're never going to get nothing. Even if you find out like, I hate this, I don't like this, I never want to do this. That's a good thing. That's, you're getting something. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Clarity. It's all about career clarity. That's right. Just remember, apply, 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 because it can take time. It does take time. Exactly. And don't be afraid to utilize, again, the resources we have here on campus. Come see us, especially if you're just trying to map out what you want to do and you want to have some accountability goals. Uh, We can certainly help with that. And we want you to feel confident in that process. 
And two additional resources. Um, one is Career Accelerator. Oh, Award. yeah. We got to talk about that. You can apply through its, again, Handshake resources. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with Handshake, that right there is a reason to come in and meet with us. We'll give you the tour. Um, but the Career Accelerator Award is designed for students seeking out experiential opportunities. It doesn't have to be an internship, right. just some type of experience that is related to your career path of interest. Yeah, and so this is funding to help support you to do these things. And so definitely check out that application because there's funding information about review classes for like you know, test prep, if you're thinking about law school, uh, you know, clothing, professional clothing for an internship or, you know, commuter costs, things like that really take advantage of that program and the opportunity because there are funds available to help you with it. And lastly, keep your eyes open for our Fisher Job Cardinal, who will be dropping into your email, um, also on Instagram and sharing hot opportunities. Yeah. The, um, Fisher Cardinal, Job Cardinal flies in every Friday. So every Friday um, you should be getting, again, if the job is tailored to you, uh, we look at positions that are, again, very focused to specific majors and class years. So if you are getting an email from Fisher Job Cardinal, that is curated for you from our team. So please feel free to open that. Now we're going to get into our sort of fun internship recommendations for TV and movies uh, because we were thinking about all of the great examples. Um, well, maybe not great examples of internships, yeah, right. <laughs> but funny internship formatted movies and TV shows. So we just want to kind of talk about that. If you want something lighthearted and to get, you know, an example yeah. of something to get you we in the internship We were thinking zone. of a game, but our creative juices kind of stopped flowing. So. Yeah, they did. And then we started talking about, of course, Parks and Recreation. Oh, April. <laughs> and how really, like, even though April is definitely a character and probably in real life, she would not have been hired or been. Uh, yeah, she probably wouldn't have made it board. through the internship. No, to be honest. But look at what that internship did for her. Not only did it result in a job, but Leslie Nope was her mentor mm-hmm. and it took her all the way to D.C. heading up a nonprofit. Right. And then she got the opportunity to um, oversee, what was it, the animal control? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was while she was at Parks and Rec. Right. So she got a lot of different opportunities within the Parks and Recreation Department. And she also met her husband. Oh, that's right. Andy Dwyer. <laughs> Andy Dwyer. My favorite. Um, and then The Hills. Oh, yes. We Whitney love The Hills. This is old school, but I'm pretty sure it's on, what is it on? It's Netflix? definitely on Netflix. And I think, I think I saw it on Hulu too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this was like back in, I mean, was it, you watched it, right? Oh, I sure did. It was like late 2000s, right? I'm a reality junkie. I so know, age really are. doesn't matter. No. But Elsie did not accept an opportunity to go to Paris for Fashion Week <laughs> with her internship. She stayed home for a boy, and it was a horrible, horrible mistake. So remember, 
always think about yourself first. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, and then we were talking about some other like movies. And one of them that I thought of that I had completely forgot about was The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, which was so good uh, because he had lost his position in sales and really and ended up homeless and he was with his his son trying to find an opportunity and ended up getting an unpaid internship as a stockbroker it's a great movie um again we we want you to be able to find opportunities that are paid of course yeah. um and i would say many 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 organizations pay interns uh, but this in particular is just such an inspiring story and it's based on true story so i absolutely love the pursuit of happiness if you if you have a chance to watch that movie um and you i can't believe i've never seen the internship given how much I love Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, but yes. you have, and you, and I need to watch it. I have to. No, you absolutely have to watch it. I was trying to figure out because Vince Vaughn or Owen Wilson always says this funny thing about, I think it's like, why don't you, you know, use the Google to search for it? But really it's about these older adults that they're in sales and they lose their company and need a change and I think one talks the other into applying for a internship with Google, which they get. But I was trying to figure out that line, and I watched this small clip where Ryan from The Office is in it. Oh. And they ask them via Zoom this question, and Owen Wilson has his eyes closed on the video the whole time. But if you were, like, five centimeters tall and put into a blender, what would you do? Oh. And they go into this dialogue, which is so great. And, you know, Ryan and his partner are just stumped about like, well, what's in the blender? Are there ice cubes? And, you know, it wouldn't run in there like, oh, it would run continuously. But I just thought like of sometimes like the weird questions people yes. throw at you in interviews. And Google was classic. Mm -hmm. At least I know in the past five years, maybe 10 years, for asking puzzle questions like that because they wanted someone to answer the interview question, not like what, but more yeah. Oh, and, and doing exactly and what the they two did. And of them took it to the a questions. point where they, like, they were just kind of dumbfounded, but they were like, blender? Now I'm saving lives. Right. I went from a blender to saving lives. Yep. Look at us. Yep. <laughs> so a couple of other recs. Uh, the office has tons of internship oh, examples. Yes. Very funny. Um, you know, Michael's nephew, the trio that work, you know, in the office during probably season five or something. Yeah, where he says what I learned that a ream of paper has two hundred and fifty sheets, and then they say actually it's five hundred. I guess I didn't learn anything, which is so sad. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, that was fun. Um, so this wraps up today's podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Connect with us on LinkedIn. We want to hear from you. Ideas for future topics, questions, feedback on this podcast. We are open for anything. You can also email us at ccap at sjf.edu. Thanks for listening. We are the Career Coaches of Fisher here for your career. <laughs>